After today, there are now only two more Mondays until the election. And this Friday is the last day you can request a mail-in ballot from the Virginia Department of Elections. Until then, we have five installments of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and newscast to look forward to, including this one for October 19th, 2020. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's Patreon-fueled shout-out comes from the Local Energy Alliance Program. LEAP wants you to consider a home energy checkup as the first step toward lowering your energy bills. For a $45 consultation, Albemarle and Charlottesville residents can have their homes audited to see what can be done to reduce energy consumption. Sign up today in the link in the newsletter. The Virginia Department of Health has reported 2,014 new cases of COVID-19 since our last report on Friday, with 1,114 Saturday, 900 Sunday, and 690 today. Add in the previous four days, and that's a seven-day average of 1,037. The seven-day average for positive tests is at 5% today, up from 4.8% reported Friday morning. The Blue Ridge Health District has reported 60 new cases since Friday, with 28 on Saturday, 16 on Sunday, and 16 again this morning. The seven-day average of new daily cases is 23 for the district. For Albemarle, the seven-day average is four new cases a day, and in Charlottesville, that figure is six today. The percent positive rate in the district for PCR tests is 3.3% today and 3.5% for all types of tests. The University of Virginia will update its COVID-19 tracker later on this afternoon. Very late tonight, the Charlottesville City Council will get an update on the city's climate action plan. Earlier this month, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors adopted a series of goals and strategies to meet the county's greenhouse reduction goals. Now, the University of Virginia has unveiled a new 10-year framework to guide the school's efforts. The 2020-2030 Sustainability Plan has 10 goals, including reducing waste, nitrogen, and water consumption each by 30%. The plan also seeks to increase sustainable food consumption and production by 30% and for the school to become carbon neutral by 2030 and fossil fuel free. In a letter included in the plan, President Jim Ryan said a key UVA goal is to be a good neighbor, both to the local community and the world at large. UVA officials will hold a joint work session with City Council and the Albemarle Board of Supervisors next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Today, the Community Climate Collaborative and the Virginia Discovery Museum will deliver climate action kits to families whose young children are participating in City of Promise programs. According to a release from C3, the kit includes activities to help kids connect everyday actions to climate solutions, a fun scavenger hunt to learn about household energy use at home, a leaf-scratching art project to get outside and learn about the benefits of trees, art materials to decorate a reusable grocery bag, and a recycled egg carton veggie market with fresh fall veggie cutouts for imaginative kids to display and sell. The cost for the kits have been covered by C3 and the Earth Day Network. The Virginia Department of Environmental Quality has completed an environmental justice study co-conducted by a Charlottesville firm. The work by Skio Solutions and the Metropolitan Group is intended to provide direction to the agency as it makes a cultural shift. 
The report states that the Virginia DEQ finds itself at a pivotal moment in history where the time is ripe for acknowledgement of environmental justice issues within the Commonwealth of Virginia. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency defines environmental justice as the fair treatment and meaningful involvement of all people, regardless of race, color, national origin, or income, with respect to the development, implementation, and enforcement of environmental laws, regulations, and policies. Recommendations in this report include strengthening legal authority to integrate environmental justice into DEQ programs, hire more staff to support the mission, and develop tools to provide more information on environmental conditions to the public. For instance, Recommendation 5E calls for an expansion of the state's air quality and water quality monitoring system. Tonight, the organization Wild Virginia will host a lecture with writer Janice Ray on the topic, What the Pandemic is Teaching Us. Ray is the author of five nonfiction books, as well as the memoirs Ecology of a Cracker Childhood and Wild Card Quilt. I focus on nature and culture, you know, always with the eye toward um, thinking about the stories that people need to hear to open their hearts and their minds. Ray described the beginning of the pandemic in March as a time like after a car crash when suddenly everyone involved has to figure out what to do next. She said that's given many an ability to gain new perspectives. It's allowed us this opportunity to really examine how our lives are working, how our marriages, our jobs, our family life, you know, our town, how everything's working or not working for us. Ray said she will talk tonight about how she has used this time to anticipate other issues facing our world, such as the climate change crisis hitting earlier than had been expected. For her, spending time at home made her notice something. I did not realize how many airplanes were crossing the sky and how many contrails. So in so many ways... The pandemic is returning to us uh, ways of life that we had even forgotten existed. Ray said she has spent much of the past 20 years traveling across the country to give presentations. Not being able to do that has led her to realize that so much mobility came at a cost. The pandemic has forced us to do some of the things that we've always needed to do for the environment, but we're unwilling to do. The free event sponsored by Wild Virginia begins at 7 p.m. tonight. Please register in advance. This afternoon, the Albemarle Charlottesville Historical Society will host a concert outside at its headquarters on Market Street Park. The socially distanced brass quintet will play from 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. on the ACHS's front lawn. The quintet is a component of the Charlottesville Municipal Band. Today in meetings, this one has gone on for so long, I refer you to the Week Ahead newsletter for full details. But in summary, Charlottesville's council has major items related to the future of subsidized housing in the city. The Architectural Review Board in Albemarle will review a new look for Rio Hill Shopping Center, and the Places 29 Hydraulic Community Advisory Committee will get details for another affordable housing project. The Piedmont Housing Alliance and two other groups are seeking a rezoning to allow for redevelopment of the Red Carpet Inn on US-29 for low-income housing, including a repurposing of existing motel rooms to serve as emergency supportive housing. Details in the newsletter. 
And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast and Newsletter. Thanks for listening. I want to do something a little different today. And uh, in the newsletter, you will see a link to a GoFundMe for a friend of mine who is uh, another young entrepreneur. Not that I'm young, but, you know, entrepreneur. She has a cleaning firm called Monster Cleaning, which I actually recently just employed her services. And I really think that if you're interested in... um, supporting a business at this time. She is looking to hire people and she needs some additional funding to get there. So she has a GoFundMe account that you can take a look at in the newsletter. And um, I'm going to talk about it a couple more times this week. As I said, she did some great work for me at a great cost and really helped me get something done that I needed to do. It was not a body, I swear. I'm Sean Tubbs. Thanks for listening to this program. And we will be back tomorrow with another installment. Thanks for listening.